the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, fitness, nutrition, and wellness. Now in its 34th year, your host of Dr. Health Radio is David Snow, who is a health expert but not a doctor. And while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their area of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a medical condition that requires treatment, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. Question, what do the baker and the shoemaker do in the morning? Answer, they rise and shine. And it's time for you to rise and shine. Good morning and welcome once again to the healthiest hour on radio. Here where we do health in the morning so you can live a longer and happier and more energetic life. And I am your radio snowman here to keep you cool and healthy as your happy, humble health stylist host every week at this time. And if you miss any part of the morning show, our show is rebroadcast 12 hours from the time you're listening to it in the morning on the station you're listening to right now. And we thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your weekend. We always hope to make it strong and healthy with the information we have for you this morning. Today on the show, do bras cause cancer? Well, we'll take a look at some compelling evidence of the link between breast cancer and bras. Our guest is a medical anthropologist who's researched this topic extensively and also surveyed nearly 5,000 women in an attempt to uncover the link between breast cancer and the wearing of bras. And that's coming up in just a few minutes. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, Sidney Ross Singer is my guest. He's the author of Dressed to Kill, the link between breast cancer and bras. And with Breast Cancer Awareness Month being October, which is when we're broadcasting this show, uh, we want to raise awareness of breast cancer, as does the uh, American um, Cancer Society at this time of the year. And uh, so we want to... Uh, address this all-important topic. We'll talk about the how the frequency and duration of wearing a bra can, can either decrease or increase your risk of cancer, as well as the history of the bra. Uh, what about breast size, implants, uh, obesity, how that plays into it, because, you know, uh, women with larger breasts uh, tend to wear bras, you know, more often and uh, for longer periods of time. And also the health risks of tight-fitting clothing. I want to ask Sydney, about that, because, you know, in general, I mean, whether it's tight jeans or other garments, uh, both for men and women, I mean, they've found that uh, with men and uh, with tight underwear, for instance, that affects the uh, scrotal temperature and the uh, sperm production and uh, makes you less fertile. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Anyway, um, that is coming up in just a few minutes. But first, our Regular features and a few announcements and some news you can use to be healthier. Now, here's a reason you might want to switch your beverage 
choice from coffee to tea. Listen to this. Drinking matcha, green, or black tea could effectively inactivate COVID. This according to scientists from Kyoto University of Medicine in Japan. They showed that the Omicron subvariants, that's the common um, variant of the virus, the COVID virus, were effectively inactivated by green tea, matcha, and black tea. And the lab studies showed the tea chemicals actually bind to the virus particles. It's a, a similar in, in that, you know, we've talked about uh, cranberry, the uh, condensed tannins, the compounds in cranberry juice, how it um, ad- adheres to the... Um, the cell receptors in the bladder walls and and the the cells of the urinary tract. And so the viruses have no, or the bacteria in that case, uh, have no way to adhere to the um, the urinary tract. And so it doesn't cause infection or it helps to rid your body of infection. Well, the, um, in a similar way, I think that's a similar analogy, uh, the same way as the human uh, ACE2 receptor does uh, in, in that it, um, Binds the, the viruses bind to the, that part of the uh, membrane. Uh, this virus mechanism is then unable to cause disease because of the, the uh, T chemicals binding to those um, same receptor sites. Anyway, the study concluded by saying the T, Ts um, actually may be useful for inactivating the virus if infected people or persons consume it uh, to decrease viral load in the oral cavity as well as the gastrointestinal tract. And uh, by the way, the study used um, a candy containing the tea compounds, the green tea and black tea, uh, and there was no mention of the uh, amounts or the frequency or duration of the, uh, you know, of the compounds. But uh, tea is a healthy beverage anyway because of all the antioxidants. So there you go. You can uh, add that to our reasons to consume teas, both uh, matcha one of my favorites, as well as green tea and black tea. All right, let's uh, go visit um, not only physical health, but also mental health. What happens when you use your phone in bed? Coming through the, uh, the fields and checking your emails at 11 p.m., well, you know, probably bad for your mental health well-being or uh, your mental well-being. Uh, let's scroll through some facts. Pardon the pun there. Um Color therapy or theory, rather, uh, you know, everybody talks about blue light. You by now you know that the blue light, which mimics daylight, uh, is bad to uh, be con- be exposed to too much blue light at night. But it, there's also other colors in the spectrum. It's actually a mix of wavelengths, uh, peaks in red, green, and blue uh, that uh, you want to minimize after dark. So. According to Dr. Uh, or, uh, Professor Timothy Brown from University of Manchester in the UK, uh, you want to definitely reduce that exposure in the in the last hour or two of your uh, waking hours. Also, this research, uh, this was an animal study by scientists in the Netherlands. They suggested that exposure to blue light before sleep might disrupt blood sugar levels and cause next day cravings for carbohydrates and sweets. Not a good thing. And uh, let's see, a couple other things regarding this. Um, phones have, you know, you know, there's a TV and a lot of different devices, but the reason phones are so bad is they have a unique downside. Uh, the It's the unpredictability of pinging, you know, those notifications and interactions online that can shift your brain into kind of a state of hypervigilance, if you will, uh, in which you're perpetually ready to respond to messages 
I can't believe how many people, you know, and I, I've made a point not to call anybody uh, if it's uh, fairly late at night because, you know, time differences if they're not in my time zone. Because people, you know, if I inadvertently call them a little too late, it wakes them up and it's like, what, what are you doing? I was going to leave you a phone message. Well, I, I have my phone on just in case of an emergency or if anything happens. Are you kidding me? I, you know, once, once the lights are off, my phone is off in the, in the evening. I mean, come on. You know, unless you're an ER physician or a doctor on call or some occupation where you have to be, uh, you know, ready at the at the beck and call, uh, turn off your phones. My God. Okay, get off my soapbox here. And also, two and five of you grab your phone within five minutes of waking up. That is shocking. Uh, in fact, one study even linked frequent phone checking with a higher morning cortisol response. Now, cortisol is your stress hormones, so you're going to be more stressed in the morning because of that. Uh, so, um, you know, switch off your phones after 9 or 10 a.m., uh, p.m., excuse me, and uh, definitely the last hour before you go to bed. All right. Okay. Moving on in, uh, let's see, for our Florida listeners, if you want to be, have, well, if you want to save money this month and have a great tasting, informative, and entertaining event to attend... You can do so, mark your calendars now, for Abby's Health and Nutrition Fall Fest. It's all happening Friday and Saturday. That's the last weekend of this month, October 27th and 28th at 14374 North Dale Mabry in the Carrollwood suburb of Tampa. Now, of course, Tampa's healthiest residents already shop at Abby's. That's why they're so healthy. Uh, They have everything from fresh organic produce and natural groceries to Tampa's largest selection of food supplements, quality food supplements, and an extensive selection of body care items as well. And my favorite part of the store, their Cafe Eden in-store restaurant. Abby's basically has everything you need to be really healthy. And when you attend Abby's Fall Fest during the last weekend of this month, you'll save even more money on all the products that I just mentioned because they are going to have be having the lowest prices of the year the last weekend of this month. So, And plus free health screenings to give you an idea where you're at, you know, with your present health status, as well as lots of free samples of foods and supplements and giveaways and raffles, no purchase necessary. So that uh, is the Fall Fest at Abby's Health and Nutrition, Tampa's Health Headquarters. That's Friday and Saturday, October 27th and 28th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So don't miss it. Uh, Thanks for your indulgence for those of you that are outside the Florida area on that particular announcement. All right, uh, let's go to the food pharmacy. Let's uh, talk about nut allergies. Do you have one? Well, you know, nuts are one of the top eight most allergenic foods, but reactions, if you do react to a nut or nuts in general, it may be confined to just one type of nut. Having an allergy to one type of nut doesn't necessarily mean you have to avoid all types because nuts are really healthy. Here's a recent study. This is from researchers at the University of Michigan Medical School. They found that more than half of the people they tested who were allergic to one type of tree nut, like, you know, almonds and pistachios, cashews, walnuts, etc., did not have a reaction to other tree nuts. Voila! So, you know, nuts are one of the healthiest foods. I mean, don't eat a pound of them a day, but, uh, you know, a handful a day helps to keep the doctor away just like an apple does. That that reminds me. Do you know what the single most important part of your automobile is? It's the nut that holds the steering wheel. <laughs> yes, or maybe I should say the nut in front of the steering wheel. 
All right, you get the gist there. All right, why are so uh, people so tired? Well, the number one reason, according to this study, 56% of you, it's because of poor sleep and uh, partly because of screen time. Here's a picture. It shows the woman holding her phone in bed. <laughs> yeah, uh, 53% because of long work hours. 46% too much screen time, which I just mentioned. 39% current events, you know, just the workaday world as well as all the bad news that we hear. And 33% are tired because of lack of alone time. So um, keep those in mind. All right, let's go to the fitness file. All right, uh, here's a recent study about intense training. It can be more effective than both therapy and medications in bolstering mental well-being. Uh, You know, the psychological effects have been hard to quantify up to this time, but now a Harvard study suggested that increases in activity levels can slash our odds of depression by more than a quarter. And a new analysis of uh, over a 1,000 trials by researchers at the University of South Australia have finally put a figure on training's mental health benefits. Here it is. According to the study... Hitting the gym can be 1.5 times more effective than cognitive behavioral therapy or even medication. And this is a review of uh, some of the recent research we've brought to you, but uh, bears repeating. And by the way, our show is 82% new, 18% review, and it's all good for you. Anyway, to conclude this article, uh, found that uh, high-intensity activity and shorter bursts was found to be the most effective in reducing symptoms of depression anxiety, and psychological distress. So exercise is medicine. And if it's physical, it's therapy. All right, this uh, next uh, news article about fitness, um, it has to do with putting things in perspective. Now, you know, joining a gym, that's going to help you, uh, you know, assuming that you actually go to the gym. (laughs) I can't believe how many people sign up for a gym. Yeah, but do do they go? Uh, not so much. Anyway, it's a good way to stay fit, but everything uh, you do in in your waking hours counts. So uh, everyday real-world functional fitness is really the best. And uh, an example of that may be, well, you don't lift weights, but, well, think again. You know, um, here's, here's some uh, interesting facts, like uh, a gallon of milk, if you're shopping, or a gallon of anything, eight, that's 8.6 pounds. You pick up a six-pack of water or other beverages, that's 6.7 pounds. Average weekender suitcase, if you're going on a, a weekend trip or excursion, uh, 15 to 20 pounds. Actually, mine's about 30. <laughs> uh, if you have a dog or a pet, average French bulldog, 16 to 28 pounds. Of course, if you lift your uh, canine anywhere. And the average three-year-old toddler, if you have kids, uh, it's about 25 to 38 pounds. So... You do lift weights. You just don't realize it. You're a daily weightlifter. All right, and finally, let's go to the Funny Bone Pharmacy. All right, uh, why did the recessive gene decide to enter genetic therapy? It wanted to learn how to <clears throat> express itself. Okay, gene expression. Yeah. Uh, all right. Why did the why is tennis such a loud sport? The players always raise a racket. <laughs> all right, and some. Food funnies for you. Why did the wheat thin hire a security guard? It wanted to be a safe cracker. All right. <laughs> and why did the spaghetti fail the math test? Uh, unfortunately, it didn't use its noodle. 
And why did the peanut turn bad? Well, it was past its shell-by date. Or is that sell-by date? And uh, this one I like. What does the dancer do when she's finished driving? Well, she uses ballet parking. Ballet parking, right. All right, and just a few uh, cartoons to share with you. You know, this is radio, not TV. Otherwise, I'd hold them up to the camera. Um, Here's a nurse putting a blindfold on the patient in the hospital bed. Uh, She says, well, you wanted a semi-private room, didn't you? (laughs) You know. You can't look and see see any of the other patients, even though they can see you. Well, unless they're blindfolded, too. And then finally, uh, this uh, cartoon of a guy waiting in the doctor's uh, waiting room. And there's this big, uh, you know how uh, vending machines, the candy and gumball machines are with a big dome. Well, this is a big glass dome uh, full of apples. And uh, it's a vending machine. That's, that's a great uh, positive thing to have. If there was such a thing, which I've never seen one, but yes, an apple a day does keep the doctor away. All right, that's the uh, news and funnies for you. And when we come back, we'll have Sidney Ross Singer talking about his book, Dress to Kill, The Link Between Breast Cancer and Bras. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. Back right after this here as the Healthiest Hour on Radio continues. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need Clear Saline Nasal Spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's xlear.com. When it comes to probiotics, why do employees, managers, and owners of health stores recommend and personally take Theralac more than any other brand? Results. Fast results. In fact, Theralac is the fastest-acting medicinal-strength probiotic. With patented stomach acid-resistant delivery, prebiotic stimulation, and guaranteed potency, Theralac restores regularity fast while providing all the long-term benefits of the superior probiotic supplement. Don't be fooled by probiotic products that promise higher potencies or more strains of beneficial bacteria. High potency means nothing without delivery, and more strains are not necessarily better. Theralac is optimally formulated for results. Theralac, the high-potency probiotic with guaranteed strength, delivery, and stimulation, supporting your digestion, regularity, and immunity. Theralac, available in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store. For more information, go to Theralac.com. Is getting a good night's sleep a challenge? Fortunately, there's a superior, fast-acting sleep formula called Tranquil Sleep from Natural Factors. This non-habit-forming supplement contains a unique combination of melatonin, 5-HTP, and L-theanine, which works in harmony with your body's natural sleep hormones. 
Tranquil Sleep can help you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep sounder, and wake up refreshed, all without feeling drowsy in the morning. The key benefit comes from increasing the time spent in the deeper stages of sleep. It's only in these deeper levels of sleep that we truly experience the rejuvenation, regeneration, and recuperation that sleep provides. Even if you think you get a good night's sleep, give Tranquil Sleep a try. You might be surprised with how much better you've slept by waking up with more energy and enthusiasm to start your day. Learn more at naturalfactors.com. Welcome back to Lifestyles of the Fit and Healthy here, where we are clinically proven to raise your health IQ, and that's what we want to do to have you know how to live a healthier and happier life, no matter what your intellectual or emotional IQ may be. And here to help us do that, Sidney Ross Singer is the author of Dress to Kill, The Link Between Breast Cancer and Bras, as well as uh, several other books on lifestyle-related health problems, and we'd like to welcome him back. It's been a few years, or actually longer. Uh, We'd like to welcome him back to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Sidney. How the health are you? I'm doing great, David. How are you doing? Excellent. And I know that you're in my former home and uh, birthplace. You know, I mean, just um, that's where I've lived most of my life in Hawaii. And you're on the Big Island, right? That's right. We're in the Puna Coast. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. Uh, Of course, I grew up on Oahu. And then the last 10 years were on Maui until last year when I moved to Florida. Anyway, um, thanks for joining us once again. It's been, I don't know, more than a few years, I think, since we've had you on. And you've been researching this topic since the 90s. Why isn't this available in the mainstream as far as the information you've uncovered? And tell us exactly how you came across it initially and then uh, bring us up to date on the latest findings. Well, uh, that's a great long question. Yeah, can, can, I, question. can I interrupt just a second? Are you on a speakerphone or something? Can you just hold the phone to your ear, please, instead of using a, a headset or something? Uh, because we're getting feedback. Oh. Is that bad? Yeah. Can we, go, go ahead. Yeah, what I was, uh, what I was saying. Thank you. Okay. You bet. I'm sorry. Um, the... Um, First of all, I should explain I'm a medical anthropologist. So I have a background in medicine and in anthropology, and I try to study culture-caused diseases. And the bra issue was something we got into because of personal reasons. My wife had a, a lump in her breast that developed that got us concerned and wondering what could have caused it. She was a healthy person doing all the right things, and she still got that lump. And uh, that's what made us, ultimately, we discovered uh, that it was the bra that was too tight. And whenever you're wearing anything too tight, it interferes with circulation. Mm-hmm. And um, so in the case of, you think about the tightest garment a woman wears, and it's her bra, and that's the highest site of cancers in her body. So you have, um, the problem is, whenever you constrict the body, and you'll see that by marks left by the clothes, if, you're leaving, if the clothes are leaving marks, any clothing, uh, is leaving marks in your skin, then it's it's too tight. That's right. And when you breast tissue is um, has a lot of circulation is necessary to keep the breasts doing what they're supposed to do. They have a very good blood supply and a very good lymphatic system. And the lymphatic system is a mystery to most people, but it's becoming less so as more and more people get lymphatic problems. Um, the lymphatic system is the circulatory pathway of your immune system, and it begins in your tissues as little vessels that drain little capillaries that drain the fluids from the tissue spaces 
and any uh, the blood is delivers the the uh, blood delivers nutrients and oxygen to the tissues, but once those ooze out of the capillaries and starts feeding the tissues and the cells. Uh, the cells discharge their waste into the space around them and the fluid around them, which is uh, lymph fluid. And that fluid has to drain and pull the toxins and waste products and cancer cells and any tissue damage. It has to cleanse the tissue and it cleanses it by the lymphatic system. And that just sweeps out this liquid in one-way valves uh, along these capillaries to the lymph nodes and for the, the and the breast, most of the lymph nodes are in the armpits. And um, what happens in the lymph nodes is that's where white blood cells, which uh, fight infections and other problem cancers, uh, they detect this fluid and they sense whether there's any stuff they need to fight, and then they'll mount an immune response. So when you have an infection, your lymph nodes would swell because they're making white blood cells to fight the infection. Mm-hmm. Well, if you block this pathway by anything that's constrictive, uh, clothing, then the tissues can't drain out all these waste products and toxins and whatever they need to, cancer cells even, because we get cancer cells develop all the time. But they, what ends up happening is the uh, this fluid starts to back up and it's, it's like your plumbing is backed up. The blood is still delivering stuff to the tissues. So, you know, your tissues aren't dying, but they're getting congested and, and with fluid and toxins start accumulating. And some of these toxins are cancer-causing chemicals in our food, air, and water, all the plastics, all of that. You think about all the, oh my God, I've been working on plastics as another issue recently, and we should talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we'll have have you on for another show on that, yeah, for sure. There's so much. I mean, all these poisons we would normally metabolize and get out of our bodies with our liver and kidneys and stuff, but if you can't get it out of the tissue because you're wearing tight clothing that's basically concentrating it right there and keeping it congested by preventing the drainage of fluid that would naturally happen, then your tissues start deteriorating over time and they get more and more toxic. And these toxins build up and the oxygen is deprived and the immune system can't work properly. So you're setting yourself up for tissue disease when that happens. And what happens with women if they, you know, they wear bras from puberty onwards uh, in our culture because of the way the culture has been set up in the last hundred years due to the bra industry. And there's now like a rite of passage. You have to give your daughter a bra when she hits puberty and then it starts constricting her breasts. And the younger she hits puberty, the younger you start constricting her little developing breasts. And that's why early puberty is a risk factor for breast cancer because there's more damage to an even younger body. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So you have, they, then they have to, because the three times that your lymphatics develop in the breast for a woman. One is when she hits puberty. The next time is when she gets pregnant. And the next time is when she nurses. So the reason why nursing is a, a, a lowers risk, risk for breast cancer is because a woman who hasn't nursed hasn't further developed her lymphatics. And she's wearing a bra. So it's going to be harder on her lymphatics than a woman who's already nursed and her breasts have better developed except the Mm. problem so that that's why nursing helps because it it improves your lymphatics but every time you're wearing these if you're wearing a bra all the time i mean some women are 24 7 bra users and they're the worst their rates of breast cancer from our research which we did a study on this in 1995 we published it and it was ignored because it was so counterculture and it was affecting industries and it was embarrassing the medical industry because they haven't thought, they know bras are bad for the women. I mean, there are studies that show how bras compress nerves and cause headaches and backaches and posture problems and 
depigmentation of the skin and irritations and all because the broad contents could be toxic, uh, depending on what it's made out of and how you've been washing it and treating it and what other chemicals are in it. So they already know a lot about bras, but they don't like talking about it. With cancer and blocking of lymphatics, it hasn't been part of their model. So I introduced a whole new thing that basically was like introducing smoking to the lung cancer world and that before they thought about it and when they were smoking themselves. And they, so they still they, haven't embraced it, Sydney. Oh, the medical industry? Yeah. No, they they actively embrace the opposite. Uh, They actively are saying bras do not cause breast cancer. They can't cause breast cancer. We don't want to look at anything that says they cause breast cancer. And there aren't any studies, yet there are dozens of studies now around the world since ours came out. We did the first study specifically looking on bras and breast cancer. Now, we found out that they knew this in the 30s. In the 1930s, they knew when you block the lymphatics, it causes cancer. They knew that bras were causing cancer. I have that in my book, Dress to Kill. We, we actually were able to find uh, patents for bras in the 50s that were saying bras cause cancer. These bras will be less, can- you know, less carcinogenic because uh, they're not as tight. And wow. uh, there's all they've known this, but then mm. it got forgotten for 50 years. Uh, when bra styles changed from the constrictive styles of the 30s when they compressed their breasts to look boyish and the flapper look, then they that they knew they were causing cancer. Uh, even John Mayo knew that it was causing uh, cancer. Yeah, they were like cancer. corsets, right? I mean, they were just so tight and, like you said, restrictive. Well, the corset was broken into the bra and the girl. So it, ah. that's... And, and there were hundreds of years they were trying to get rid of the... Cor- you know, health reformers were trying to get rid of the corset because... It was, um, you know, of course, it was obviously killing women from mm-hmm. compression and causing all sorts of problems. But fashions are not rational and they're not healthy. And they're for fashion reasons, which is some weird thing that human culture does. People are like lemmings. I mean, they'll jump off the cliff if the cliff is fashionable. And jumping is it. That's what their idols are doing, I guess. And, you know, humans aren't rational. They rationalize. Mm-hmm. And if they want to wear a bra, because the culture tells them, and because the medical industry says we've never looked at this, and if we have to accept that bras are a major factor in breast disease and breast cancer, and we haven't been looking at it, and invalidates everything we've done so far, it's like saying we, we're doing lung cancer research, and we're not going to ask whether you smoke or not. It's we kind of like, in the, if I could just interject, it's kind of like in the yeah. field of Venice, uh, dentistry, uh, where the, uh, you know, mercury we know is a neurotoxin, it's a, it's a potent toxin. Uh, to the human body, and yet, mm-hmm. you know, for a hundred years they used the uh, silver fillings, which are mainly mercury, and uh, sure. without admitting any guilt. And still, they're, they're, you know, of course they're phasing it out, but they're not ad- ad- admitting anything um, to where will. they would, they uh, yeah, be, you know, where it would be a litigious, a litigious situation. So, anyway, I just wanted to well, use it, that as an analogy. Right. That's a great analogy. They never want to admit when they're wrong. And there are people in power who are the experts who, who said they knee-jerked in 1995. Their reaction was a knee-jerk. It can't be because it sounds like some sort of a gag. You know, yeah. if you never thought about it. I mean, the first thing you should think about when you're studying breast disease, I mean, the first thing I thought about when I thought my wife had a pro- major problem, I, you know, you look at the breasts and you wonder what they're doing to them. And she took her bra off after coming back from Fiji where we were doing some field work on something else. And she was pregnant, and we were like, what's going on? And she took she takes her bra off to take a shower, and there are those marks on her chest from the bra. And I, I've seen them forever. She saw them forever. Every woman sees them because every woman has them from her bra. And then um, 
we, we ignored them. We thought they're normal. Uh-huh. It's normal pain. Yes, normal right. discomfort. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, now it's a clue. What could that do? Constriction. Oh, my gosh. That constriction lymphatics. What would that cause? Watch well, your immune system. That's so you're going to toxify the breast. You're not going to be able to fight it. It's, it's like you're tying your immune system up. Okay, uh, so, Sydney. I'm no. sorry to stop you, but I need to. I'm fighting the clock here, and we need to take. Yeah. A, we're a little late on taking a bottom of the hour break, so I have many more questions for you. But I want you to hold that thought and, and complete that. Uh, uh, the statement you were talking sure. about as far as lymphatics, uh, because, and I, I might add that, you know, lymphatics has no pump. The lymphatic system have, have, mm-hmm. has no pump like the heart does in the circulatory system. And so it relies on, you know, physical mu- movement and massage and exercise and everything to uh, help it circulate. Anyway, we will be back with more information for your good breast health here on Dr. Health as we talk to our guest here, the author of Dress to Kill, will also tell you how to get his book, The Link Between Breast Cancer and Bras, when we return from this brief break. I'm David Snow. Don't go anywhere. If you want to stay healthy, Dr. Health returns right after this. At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and Reg Active. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health, too. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Curcumin-rich theracurmin from Natural Factors is a special form of curcumin, the yellow pigment of turmeric that has shown many wondrous health benefits. Theracurmin represents a major scientific breakthrough. Clinical studies show that when it comes to absorption, theracurmin is by far number one. Finally, the powerful health benefits of curcumin can be realized with curcumin-rich theracurmin. To learn more, visit naturalfactors.com. Welcome back to the show. It is David Snow on your radio. Here where we help you, or we want to help you feel like you're in the prime of your life. And one thing is for sure, today you are as old as you ever have been and as young as you ever will be. So today is the day to act on being healthier so that all of your tomorrows will be healthy as well. Because health is your greatest wealth. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to Sydney Singer, talking about breast health uh, for as you know, uh, Sydney, uh, this month, October, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And also, in, uh, let's see, today's the 14th, so 
uh, next Friday, October 20th, is National Mammography Day. Uh, what's your feeling on or research uh, shown on mammography? So mammography is x-rays to the breast, which can cause cancer, and x-rays can cause cancer. They always say, oh, it's too low for that. It's only like, you know, a week in the sun or a day in the sun full time. But um, that's nonsense because uh, also radiation is cumulative, and it's to detect tumors. It doesn't prevent them. If it can cause them and just detect them, maybe, the better thing is to use ultrasound. If you're interested in that, just get an ultrasound. It's safer. Oh, okay. And that's, that's the way to go if you're questioning it. But the best thing to do is to get rid of your bra because that is the number one cause of all breast disease in our culture. Just like your feet. Why do you think so many people have bad feet? Because they wear shoes. We can't all go barefooted like you do in Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, but the thing is, and you know, um, but the thing is, you don't have to wear tight shoes. Right. Get diabetes shoes. Get diabetes socks. Slippers. My God, the socks are so tight. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't wear your shoes without socks because your shoes are so full of poison. And, you know, one of the highest rates, one of the highest sites of melanoma is on the bottom of your foot. Really? So nothing to do with UV. Yeah. It's the bottom of your foot, and that's where you get toxins accumulating. Plus, you're wearing socks that if you take them off and they got in, imprints in your in your ankle, then you know it was too tight and it's cutting off the lymphatics. So that means all the stuff that your skin's absorbing in your foot can't even be removed easily, so your skin tissue is going to just absorb it. And, of course, you're going to get fungus because you get dying skin tissue, and then you're going to get other problems, some constrict, constriction and compression and all of that, and it could lead to cancer. Yeah. Okay, so so let's talk about other tight-fitting clothing. Uh, tight-fitting, well, what about the support socks or the uh, the socks that are supposed compression. to... Compression. Yeah, compression socks, yeah, yeah, thank you. They're not good. I they're mean, not the good. problem with... with if you already have lymphedema, you're already messed up. I mean, that's a problem. You want to prevent lymphedema. They don't know how to repair lymphatics. They're too tiny. It's like capillary. Mm-hmm. And it's got one-way valves to keep it moving in one direction to the lymph nodes. And eventually the fluid gets back into the heart. But it's, it's not repairable. It's, so what they do is when you swell after they take it, that's why so many people learn about lymphatics, because we have so many people with lymphedema from breast cancer surgery. And they remove the lymph nodes in the armpits, and then you swell because your lymphatics get messed up. Oh, Anytime right. you have a surgical scar, it messes up your lymphatic. Mm-hmm. They are learning more and more about them because they're trying to treat them, and they're discovering that the lymphatics uh, are, well, they're trying to find chemicals to make it do things, and they don't have them yet. And the drug world, it's all about finding drugs, and they can't do any surgery so they basically have been ignoring the facts, and the doctors know so little about it. And when you use compression garments, it might squeeze the tissue to get the fluid out. But what are you going to do after that? How's the blood going to even supply it? Ace bandages, all of those kinds of things are constrictive constantly. The tissues are going to die if you leave those on. You'll get ulcers. You'll, get, you'll deteriorate. So you need to take them on and off okay. as like a massage. If you have lymphedema, you need lymphatic massage, which is a very gentle massage, but if you put on compression st- uh, stockings or whatever, it shouldn't be left on for very long. Oh, okay. Because the blood supply is being Now, now speaking, uh, sorry to interrupt, but we have so many more yeah. questions. Uh, speaking of leaving socks on too long, how long should, uh, I know in your book you have, you talk about the uh, duration of, of wearing a bra as well as the frequency. Right. How long is too long as far as the, the harm it does to the a woman's breast if she's wearing a bra on a regular basis? That's a good question. It's, um, it's a function of tightness as well as length of time. So 
you just want to minimize both. Uh, in our study, over 12 hours, things started getting really bad. Oh. We found that basically bra-free women who, who never worn bras have about the same rate of breast cancer as men. Really? The longer they wear a bra, the higher the rate goes. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it's huh. it, men get breast cancer. We have breast, but we get it at one one percent of the rate of women. That's right. We have we have breast, and it's not estrogen because estrogen has been around forever. It's a normal sex hormone. Why would there suddenly be a modern epidemic of this disease from estrogen that's been around forever? And it's not because of xenoestrogens now environment, or men would get it too more. So it's something women are doing. Yeah. What could they possibly be doing? Well, men don't wear bras. Obviously, you have to like minimize the bra usage at all. Even ask yourself why you're doing this. You know, the bra, they say it's to support the breast. The word support is an interesting word. It's a sales word because it means two different things, several things. But in this context, it really means to prop up to support it, to prop up, as opposed to like, like, a, uh, like a post will support the house, as opposed to support, like to support your friends, to take care of them and provide them with aid. Now, the same word. So when women think, I need a bra for support, they have this concept that they need it to help aid their breath in some way. And but keep, no, and keep them from sagging when they get older. It doesn't keep them, it causes the sagging. And that's been admitted by, it's been studied, and even Playtex was admitted on camera in a documentary on this in the year 2000. They admitted that um, bras will only hold your breasts up while you're wearing them. Ah. And the fact is, nothing is going to stop nature from, from the skin changing its elasticity. Okay. And that happens with aging, period. Okay. Secondly, Go ahead. If, you, if, if you wear a bra, it causes lymphedema, so your breasts have they're swollen with fluid, which makes them heavy. Okay. And, now, that's a, that's a perfect, uh, since you mentioned heavy, it's a perfect segue to my next question, and, and sorry to uh, have to interrupt. Uh, breast size. Now, since size has a lot to do with whether or not a woman needs to wear a bra in the first place, and because of all the hormones in our diet, which you mentioned, mainly found in animal foods that we eat, meat and dairy, as well as the hormone disruptors in our, in our environment, which you also mentioned the plastics, perfumes, mm-hmm. and pesticides being some of the biggest mm-hmm. offenders. Uh, have, have we seen an increase in the breast size in women today versus a century ago? I think we have, haven't we? I think we have, and, um, but it can also, part of that size could be because of lymphedema. Because when women and obesity. Yes. Uh, and when women get rid of the bra, they say their breast lift and tone. We, we actually have a, an international bra-free study that we're conducting. Really? Uh, and it's free online at brafreestudy.org. And we, we just have women take off their bras and we follow their progress. They just tell us what's going on. And we've learned a lot of things that happen. First, the pain goes away in the breast. The cysts go away because that was just collected fluid from backed up limbs. And the, the, uh, but the cysts could become fibrous and that's connective tissue, you know, scars. Those, those don't go away so quickly. But the, uh, the fluid goes down right away as soon as the constriction is gone. And the breast lift and tone because the ligaments in the breast start to strengthen again without an artificial support. It's like putting your arm in a sling will make your shoulder ligaments weak. But if you, uh, so the bra makes the breast ligaments weak and they make the uh. breast droop more. So they're heavier from fluid and they're weaker from an artificial support uh, in the sense of propping up. So they don't prop themselves up. And when they get rid of the bra, that can come back. The women get more toned, their breasts 
look better, feel better. And this is very interesting. They breathe easier. Oh, Every single woman. That's I think right. this is very important. Breathing is very important. If you constrict your breathing, it affects your heart. Your everything. Yes. Everything. everything. Yeah. yeah, your life. They have a band around their chest. Try putting a bra on and keeping that on for 12 hours. Boy. And see how you breathe with this thing that's constantly constricting you and pushing you in. You've got to expand to breathe into it. Yeah, I'm so okay. Women, that's one, everyone that gets rid of a bra says, I could breathe easier. All right. And it affects digestion and even menstruation. It oh, changes wow. the length that's... of the menstrual cycle because it affects the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. And these are studies that were done that showed that, and my study confirmed that in the ongoing uh, bra-free study. There, women have said, my menstrual cycle has changed. It went from, in this study that I've read, it went from 45 days on average for women who were wearing bras. It went down to 30 days when they got rid of the bra. They put the bra back on and it went back up again. Unbelievable. So uh, Sydney, we, we need to take one last break so I can keep the lights on here and keep asking you more questions. And uh, okay. we'll uh, finish by. that thought. And then when we come back, I want to ask you about implants. Uh, I uh, saw a celebrity... Uh, that was in the news recently, a famous actress, which I'm not going to name, but I'll have it's, it's some interesting information about uh, implants. She has no Botox, but what about implants? Uh, definitely has those. And what about, it's not only celebrities that get implants, it's the most common surgical procedure that plastic surgery uh, or plastic surgeons perform. Uh, we'll talk about how implants can either um, affect your breast health or not when we come back, back with our guest. Sidney Ross Singer, the author of Dress to Kill, will also tell you how to get his book, The Link Between Breast Cancer and Bras. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. Back right after this as Dr. Health Radio continues. Do you know there is a silent killer living among us? High blood pressure. It affects nearly 50% of all American adults and is a primary risk factor for stroke and heart attack. The CDC estimates that almost one-third of those with high blood pressure don't even know they have it. That's not surprising since high blood pressure, or hypertension, is often symptomless. Research studies have shown that a daily dose of aged garlic extract can safely and effectively help to reduce blood pressure, as well as benefiting a number of other cardiovascular risks. And the most researched and highly respected aged garlic extract is Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. Odorless and organically grown, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been clinically shown to support healthy blood pressure and cardiovascular health. So along with getting your blood pressure checked regularly, get Kyolic Formula 109 for blood pressure and cardiovascular support today. Kyolic Blood Pressure Health Formula 109 is available at natural health stores nationwide and online. Sorry, yogurt. Although you're high in calcium and protein, in the real world of potent probiotics, uh, well, let's just say you're not that potent. While many consume you thinking they're getting enough probiotic bacteria for good gut health, the fact is, you yogurts can't compete with a medical strength probiotic like Theralac. Plus, you yogurts, well, most of you, have so much sugar and other ingredients that it defeats the purpose of eating you in the first place. So while we'll always be fond of you and other fermented foods, we want to make sure our listeners also take a potent probiotic like Theralac. 
Theralac. That's because just one capsule of Theralac is equal to more than 200 cartons of yogurt in the beneficial bacteria that it delivers to the gut. And if your doctor advises you to just eat some yogurt after a course of antibiotics without a strong probiotic like Theralac, it can take up to two years to reestablish your healthy gut flora. Look for Theralac in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store or go to Theralac.com. Welcome back to the Cure for the Common radio show. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. David Snow on your radio. Thanks so much for joining us and making us part of your weekend. A reminder, if you miss any part of the show or want to get a double dose of good health information, our show is rebroadcast 12 hours from the time you're listening to it right now on the station you're listening to right now. Or you can go to the website after next Wednesday at drhealthradio.com and listen to the show all over again, and as well as all of our other shows previously aired. Continuing our conversation with Sidney Ross Singer, uh, first, though, I want to mention that I saw a famous actress in the news recently uh, who, (laughs) she's going to remain unnamed, but uh, she's an A-list actress. You'd recognize the name. Uh, And the title of the article about her was Why I Have No Botox. Now, you you really had to see the article because the picture of her at the top of the article showed her in a low-cut top, you know, exposing a lot of cleavage, which made it obvious that while she might not have gone under the needle to get Botox, she she definitely went under the knife to have breast implants. So I want to ask our guest who um, has uncovered a link between breast cancer and bras, what about implants and does that have any effect on bra wearing or breast cancer or any connection there, Sydney? Yes, the implants are put beneath the uh, skin, you know, the breasts are very superficial. They're a skin organ. Implants are put underneath uh, in the muscle layer and mm-hmm. basically are making a, uh, they're compressing the breast from underneath. Oh. If you wear a bra, you're compressing it from the top. So you're making like a breast sandwich and you're definitely going to interfere with your lymphatic. Okay, so if somebody is not, uh, doesn't wear bras because they have perky breasts from breast implants, they're still. There's still a breast compression going on because of the surgical procedure, you're saying? Yes. It still would be compression on the inside, plus any scar. Well, scar tissue always interferes with lymphatics, but they usually do it underneath the breast. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you're also committing to a lifetime of needed further surgery. I mean, it's not like a one-shot deal for the rest of your life. And you have to worry about any leakage of anything from from the implant itself. And, you know, the breast tissue is going to be stretched from that. So you're, like, really making a major life, life a body change decision with that. And um, I think the person should probably realize that it's all about breast fetish. And if you could not, if you could spare your body, your fetish, then you'd probably be healthier. Yeah. And the history of the bra. So it's, it's more of a modern-day garment. It's not something that women have always worn th- during... during a, human existence or throughout human no, existence? No, it's, it's a cultural thing that with our culture, but there have been times in history where there are other breast-binding type garments. And usually, uh, there was an historian who wrote a book called The Tyranny of the Bra, and he, was, he said that he found the only times when there were breast cancer problems in cultures is in cultures that had a breast bra equivalent. Because, huh. uh, you know, we, the, the humans just do that to their bodies. We scarify them, we tattoo them, pierce them, and then we want to move them around, implant things in them. Uh, you know, I, I think all of that is, is really not mentally healthy. 
And right. I think uh, our culture has condoned a lot of not mentally healthy behavior. Yeah, that's for and, sure. Yeah. yeah uh, and okay. Well, so, uh, sorry, we only have a couple of minutes left, uh, two, three to exact. So I want to ask okay. you about, since we talked about tight-fitting clothing, uh, in general, being the the bras, uh, tight jeans and men. I, I mentioned before you came on about uh, reduced fertility and sperm motility because of uh, tight, you know, right. underwear. Uh, and uh, here's an article, and, and I remember this story distinctly. In 1986, firefighters had to use wire cutters and pliers to re, uh, to uh, free a San Jose, California woman from a tight pair of designer jeans. Now everybody wears wow. tight jeans. And uh, so that's going to constrict your lymphatic system, right? I mean, down there, you know, well, below the belt. In the, in the skin, but the tight genes actually cause something called tight genus syndrome, which is a compression of the nerves. Oh. So people are getting numb legs because of it. It's that really? Tight. Oh, my God. Just like in the, in the shoulders of women who wear bras. You know, you see these large-breasted women that think they need a bra. You don't need it because your breasts are big, but they think they do. And, they, you know, you should let your breasts be where your body wants them naturally on your chest. It'll reach the right level. Uh-huh. But when you raise them and, and do, you know, you, you shift the weight to your shoulders, and then you see these deep grooves in the shoulders of these women, and those grooves impinge on the nerves and cause numbness and tingling. So, oh, you know, you, no. so and you've got to be careful of the, the material, too. I mean, the bras, is, if it's made with polyester, Polyester is the same material that goes into your drinking cup, your your uh, water bottles. Right, right. That's the same material, polyester. It's it's uh, the same exact chemical. In fact, they take old water bottles that you've been drinking water out of that have leached chemicals into them, especially if they get in the sunshine, and you then make polyester fabric out of that. And then they same chemical. They just yeah. melt it down and. and we'll, we'll have and you back for a, a show on plastics. Yeah. Now, okay. Well, last then, question. We only have a minute left. Yeah. Um, since you mentioned, you know, uh, support and everything. What about sports bras for exercise? Obviously, a woman, if they're in active uh, sports, especially aerobics, they're going to need a sports bra, right? No. Uh, they, in fact, the study showed that runners, uh, athletic, you know, like yeah. uh, young runners, went yes. without a bra and they preferred it. As part of a study, to see they actually once you get used to it, your body was designed to to do what it does. The breasts move, but they move in a way. Now, if your breasts get in the way of an activity that you want to do, like tennis, and you just want to control your breasts, you can wear at that point a restrictive device to control your movement of your breasts. Okay, if that's sorry, what you want. Okay, sorry, Sydney, we're out of time, but, but then uh, take yeah, it off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Uh, give us your website and uh, book availability, please. Dress to kill the link between breast cancer and bras. Yeah, that, you need to get that for the full story. And my website is brasandbreastcancer.org. But I encourage people to get this full story. It's like a whistleblowing okay. on the cancer industry. In that All right. Book. Okay. Breast cancer. Uh, repeat that one more time. Brasandbreastcancer.org. Okay. My website. All right. And, and, uh, okay. And thank you thank so you much. for having me back. All right. Thanks. We'll, we'll do it again. Thanks so much for joining us. Join us again next week. Same time, same station for another edition of the program. Aloha. Have a healthy week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.